Well, I do not have a guest today, but in thinking about what I wanted to share on this Thanksgiving week, I remembered a recording from a devotion that I had given to some students at the school where my boys attended. It's a story back from when I was in high school. Those were some tough times for me. But I am forever reminded of and just thankful for the Lord's faithfulness in my life when I think about this story and yes, a bag of lemon drops. I'm also super grateful for each of you and I really want you to know that. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and supporting the podcast this year. I hope you have a very blessed Thanksgiving. Sometimes it surprises people to know that Thanksgiving is actually my very favorite holiday. I know, I know, over Christmas, and don't get me wrong, I love giving gifts. I also love receiving gifts, but especially as an adult, Christmas can tend to feel a little bit overwhelming and filled with a little bit of pressure to try to create the perfect holiday memories for my family. However, Thanksgiving is just about three things, being together, out eating each other, and just giving thanks. No gifts, no decorating, just hanging out in our comfiest pants, watching a little football, eating lots of delicious food, and and then just pausing to be reminded of all that we have to be thankful for. So there is a story from when I was in high school that I really haven't told many people outside of my family, but it really is a pretty sweet reminder of God's graciousness and faithfulness from a Thanksgiving holiday back in 1988. So I was a junior in high school. I went to a public school just outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I was an officer for our student council. Now I was in charge of service projects, and each year the town hall near our high school made food baskets for needy families. And so we decided that we would help collect food for their drive. And in addition to all of our students bringing things in, I had asked our local grocery store manager if we could hang signs and put collection boxes by all of the registers for people to donate some extra items as well. So he said yes, and each Friday in November, the other student council officers and I would go collect the items and then bring them all back to the school gym to sort them out. So one week, as I was sorting the green beans over here, the candy dams here, and cream corn here, I noticed that someone had donated a bag of what I thought was kind of odd. It was a bag of lemon drop candy. If you've never seen those, they're those little yellow round hard candies. They're a little bit sour, kind of sweet. And I thought it was a really odd donation, but there's probably somebody out there that was going to be excited to get those. So I'm going to pause right here and tell you just a little bit about my backstory and kind of how I grew up. So I grew up in a a single parent household from the time I was nine years old. I lived with my dad. He was a blue collar worker. He was an electrician. And when I was in middle school, he began to have some um, significant health problems and was really no longer able to work on a regular basis. So we lived in an apartment for a little while. And then we, after that, we moved into a trailer home that a family member had let us use. But by my sophomore year of high school, we were really out of options. And by that time we were receiving food stamps. I was on the free lunch program at school and as a junior in high school, that was pretty embarrassing. And we had moved in with my grandmother and I adored my grandmother, but she lived in a tiny two bedroom house and um, she really didn't work. She lived on her husband who had passed away his little tiny social security check. And she really just did good to support herself. But 
my grandmother was also the person in my life that had taken me to church since I was a little girl. She taught me the power of prayer and she just loved the Lord with a devotion that to this day I could only hope to have. And, and I would say to this day, she's the most impactful person in my life. But no matter the circumstances, my grandmother always made us feel welcome when we did need to stay with her or, or during that time needed to live with her. So that's a little bit of it, just about my backstory. Um, but we're gonna go back to the gym floor and all the food that had been donated. So a few days before Thanksgiving, my classmates and I loaded all the food up and all the food that we had organized into one of the guy's trucks and we took it to drop off at the town hall. And there, they were going to take all of that food and, and put it into baskets so that they could distribute it to a list of families that were in the community whose names had been submitted by community members as people who were in need and that that food would help out. So remember at the time we're living with my grandmother, it's Thanksgiving morning and she and I are watching the Macy's Thanksgiving parade, Day Parade because that's just what you do on Thanksgiving morning. And there's a knock on the screen door and um, we both go to answer the door because it's Thanksgiving day, that was kind of odd. And we see this lady walking away to her car. So not coming up to the door, but leaving and walking away to her car. And she just kind of waves and she says something like, um, I hope this brightens your, brightens your holiday a little bit. And so we look down and it is one of the food baskets from the town hall. And so I'm just looking at it and I'm like, okay, this is really ironic. My classmates and I have spent this last month collecting all of this food and now it's on my doorstep. And what's really odd is that despite our circumstances and the fact that yes, we had definitely fallen on some hard times those past few years, I just never imagined that my family would be on that list of people in need. So it did brighten our holiday for sure. My grandmother and I carried that box into her tiny little kitchen and we were all excited to see what was in it. And as we pulled out the green beans and a box of mashed potatoes and a can of corn at the bottom of that box was that little bag of lemon drops the same ones that i had sorted in that gym floor just a couple of weeks earlier and, and thought was odd was now on my kitchen table as this little gift to our family and at the time it was just a reminder then just a blatant reminder and it still continues to be now of god's faithfulness and his provision for us he always provides and Maybe it's not in the way that we expect sometimes, and sometimes it's when we don't even think that we need it. I love it in um, Lamentations when it says, the verse says, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I just think about how gracious God is, that he never allowed me to see myself as someone in need rather to always feel blessed because even if it was through the free lunch program or borrowed clothes or even a temporary place to stay during those years, he always provided. So my attention was never on the lack of what we had, rather it was the thankfulness that our every need was met no matter what it was. Second Corinthians says, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work so my question this morning is what is your lemon drop story 
How has God reminded you in a sweet way of His faithfulness and His provision for you? Maybe you need to be reminded that He will provide for your needs. It may not be food on the table or a monetary need like ours was, but maybe you've been asking God to provide a, a loyal friend for you, or maybe you're that senior who's waiting on the acceptance letter into the college that you're dying to get into. Maybe you have a lot of hurt in your home, like I did growing up, and you have a broken family that just needs healing. He is so faithful to provide, and He will show up in the sweetest and sometimes the most unexpected of ways. Thanks for letting me share my story, and I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving season. Tucker and I have a product that we are so excited to tell you about. Coat Defense has been a game changer in trying to keep Tucker smelling good and looking handsome, even though he loves to roam all over our property and get dirty. Coat Defense is a daily preventative powder that reduces the number of baths I have to give Tucker. Do you know how hard it is to wash an 80-pound golden retriever? It also eliminates the bacteria that can cause odor in the first place. And unlike a typical deodorant or spray, Coat Defense is healthier. It doesn't mask the odor, it eliminates it. So there's less scratching, paw licking, and head shaking, and a whole lot more cuddle time with mom because he just stays so much fresher. Tucker's friends at Coat Defense are offering you 15% off to try the daily preventative powder or any of the other awesome products they offer for your pet's health. Just use code MAMA15 at checkout. Lately, one of the most common questions I get is, do you really love the bare face skincare that you talk and you post about? Well, the answer is yes. I've been consistently using a routine that a bare face skincare specialist selected for me during my free consultation, and my skin is glowing. The texture has improved, and I love how simple the routine is. Just from following bare face founder, nurse practitioner Jordan Harper on Instagram, I've learned so much about my skin and what it needs to look healthier. You too can text one of Jordan's skin care specialist for a complimentary consult and get started on the routine that is best for your skin type. They have a couple of new products that I think you'll be excited to try too, including the Everyday Hero Reusable Eye Patches. We love that Bareface Girls are big fans of the podcast, so they have offered Got It From My Mama listeners 15% off their first purchase by using the code MAMA15 at checkout. 